Santos's kick is lined up. That kick is good. He got it. Hi there, guys. You're listening to the Hourheads Broad Preview Show podcast with myself, Ryan the Velvet Voice Tracy. And joining me today are Dave Barnett and the awesome, awesome Brad Wilcox. How's it going, guys? You okay? I hated every second of it. <laughs> every second of it. You're so much better at that than I was in reverse. Uh, I had to get him back. I had to get him back for doing the, uh, the Geordie accent in the last one. <laughs> oh lord you've certainly done that i'll say that much so wait, wait. what's the brit version of an emmy <laughs> so what, what accent is that whereabouts is that from oh god no i don't know <laughs> honestly that sounded like calgary to me buddy calgary. honestly it's, not, it's like whenever gerard butler tries to do an american accent in a film and he still sounds scottish it's like no <laughs> i was practicing all afternoon for that just, well just done. when I knew Ryan was coming on, I thought I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to practice it, brush up on me American, on me Calgary. <laughs> yeah, it need, <laughs> Well, first of all, that's Canada, and second of all, it needs way more practice. <laughs> so what you're saying is I can't make it in Hollywood? Is that what you're saying? You know, if they're ever looking for some Geordie hooligan, then maybe. <laughs> but other than that, I think you're out of luck, probably. All right, all right, I failed on that front then, all right. <laughs> um, as you've all gathered, uh, Tom's not with us tonight um, because uh, it was basically, it's my fault. We meant to record a day early and... Uh, I, I Classic Brad. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, 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 I'm up for it, I'm up for it. And then, um, yeah, it was like, I um, got home late and then I fell asleep and that was it, really. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so I'll apologise for that and I'll apologise on behalf of Tom um, because I th- I'm... Sure, he obviously wanted to get on this show because I knew. But Ryan just, was just think, if Tom had actually been here, we wouldn't have been treated to that absolutely <laughs> terrible, <accent>. horrendous, horrendous <laughs> intro. So there's that plus side, right? I, I always try and emulate Ryan, though, don't I? I always say that whenever he comes on because he, he's just so cool on his podcast and his Locked On Chiefs. Brother, you have to aim I'm higher. You have to. <laughs> <laughs> he said it. He, he said it. Not, yeah, he said. It. Um, so, have you got, had a good New Year, lads? Is, have you had a? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Pretty fun. I ate too much and drank too much, and um, I'm now regretting it all. Like I said, I would prior to Christmas and New Year. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, what about you? It's been a good time for me. I was actually at the Denver game. Uh, so that was the bulk Ooh. of my New Year's. It made me good and sick the next day. So I'm still trying to thaw out. What, uh, what was that like then, the Denver game? It was bloody cold. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> the th- third coldest game on, on record for the Denver Broncos. I took my kids and everything. So it was. Yeah. Uh, we were bundled up in, in snowboard gear, and it was, uh, it was a good day, though. That's commitment, that, isn't it? <laughs> That's commitment. I mean, can you imagine that over here, over here Dave? I was going to say we don't get it that cold anyway, really. Not in comparison to, well, what was it like, eleven degrees Fahrenheit in Denver? Right. I what think, is that? Minus or eight like that. or something. For something stupid like that, yeah. So it Ouch. wasn't fun by any stretch. So it doesn't get that cold here for us. <laughs> no, 
Oh, clearly not. Uh, right, guys, we've got a preview show to do. Um, it's playoff time. Fun Yay. time. Yay! This is the uh, the crunch time that we all aimed for throughout the season. We didn't actually think we were going to get it uh, mid- midway through the season, did we? But uh, the Chiefs seemed to just you know rally the troops a little bit, and uh, we managed to uh, get our way into the playoffs. And we've got a matchup against the Titans at Arrowhead. Um there's a few news items we've got to discuss before we get into the actual game. Um, CJ Spiller's back <laughs> for the fifth time. Hooray! Uh, I actually joked on Twitter saying that um, he's he's probably going to win the he's probably the only NFL player ever to win uh, five comeback player of the year awards. In the same season. In the oh, same right, season, okay. yeah. Um, don't, don't, you have to actually play to earn that, don't you? Well, yeah, there is that, yeah. But can you imagine him just... Uh, no, I'm not even going to think that far. I know Tom mentioned it before, but um, I, I don't want to even think that far ahead at the minute. It's the Titans game we've got to get over. Titans game, bro. Titans right. game. Um, I just want to know if CJ put a clause in his contract that he makes a transaction fee every time he's signed or cut. He must get something, must not he? I mean, it, it it looks bad on him, really, doesn't it? I don't know. He's comfortable. He's, <laughs> He's in a couch that he likes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. CJ Spiller's back. Um, that's obviously because uh, DeAnthony Thomas uh, has, has broke his tibia, is it, or something? That was terrible, that mind, against uh, against the Broncos. But uh, yeah, he's back. He's probably going to be doing. Um, he's going to be doing kickoff duties or something. Uh, is he? I don't I know. Don't know. I haven't seen any confirmation? I, I, I Chesson maybe. I would have thought. Well, you would have thought. Yeah, yeah. Thought I think Dave Tobe listed uh, Demarcus Robinson as an option as well. I know they have CJ, but right. I don't know that they're looking to press him into doing anything uh, against the Titans at least. Just cover, yeah. Right. In, in case of break glass. Yeah. Right. Please, please don't <laughs> have to break that glass. Hopefully, but, yeah. <laughs> Uh, on the other side of the ball, uh, we've got uh, DeMarco Murray is out against the Chiefs. Uh, that was the breaking news today. Uh, and we've also got news of, uh, uh, is it Adoree Jackson? Uh, he was interviewed um, and was asked who would win in a foot race between him and Tyreek Hill. And he replied, I hope you're taking me. I'm taking me. <laughs> taking you to the house. I'm taking you for a drugs test because you're clearly high. <laughs> <laughs> Seems about the appropriate response to that. Because <laughs> uh, when you when you mentioned that to us earlier, we you know I had a quick look at his forty time, and it's like a four four two, which is a very respectable forty time. It's a fast forty time, but it's not Tyreek Hill. Let's 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 leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you expecting the deuces against him? I don't, I don't. I don't know about that. It's you know, he's a good corner, um, and I'm sure he'll probably give Tyreek plenty of cushion. Um, <laughs> but it will certainly be an interesting matchup to watch after that little uh, comment for yeah. sure. Yeah, I'm sure it will. Um, what should we? I mean, any any game like this. I mean, I I'm clearly nervous about these kind of games. You know, the Titans they beat us last season, and it just kind of unnerves me a little bit, especially how we played during the midway through the season. Which kind of Chiefs team is going to turn up for this? It's you know, are we going to be hot or are we going to be cold? 
I think after last week, they have to be hot, don't they? Well, after being rested. (laughs) I think so. (laughs) And let me get your impression, because this is how it looks to me. You had a team that came out and played almost all its backups and played well, enough to beat a a division rival. And you have these starters that are are, are well-rested, feeling better, uh, who got to watch that and enjoy it for once, and now get to go out and prove why they're ahead on the depth chart of all the guys that just won that game. So it, it yeah. feels to me like they're going to be ready to go. Yeah, I, I'd certainly agree with that. Um, this Titans team haven't been pulling up any trees recently either. Uh, I, you know, they they kind of got lucky that Jacksonville had nothing to play for going into the, mm. the last game of the season for sure. Um, but as we've seen previously in the playoffs, anyone on any given day can sort of get hot and get lucky in a game like that so certainly not to take them lightly but I would certainly like I think we said a week ago like I certainly feel much more comfortable playing the Titans than if we'd have had to play the Ravens for example I remember you saying that because the the Ravens their their defense looked really good didn't it um and it well up until they played Cincinnati yeah Um, yeah (laughs) well yeah um it looked it looked looked nailed on that Ravens were going to be playing us but obviously a nice cruel twist of fate. It's uh, it's obviously the Titans this time. I've just been looking back at the uh, the previous um, games that the Titans have played, and they've they've actually lost to the likes of the the Forty Niners, uh, the Colts. They've ran close with the Browns. Uh, they only just ran close with the Bengals. Um, it's they're a, they're that kind of team, aren't they? They they can they can they they look decent on paper. Would you say that? Um, Mario, I guess so. Like Henry, I don't know. Like they've certainly got some talented young players, but they don't seem to have put it all together yet. I'll say that much. Um, Obviously, Mario has come back from that leg break and doesn't look entirely comfortable yet. I think it's safe to say. Um, I think that certainly had an effect on his play this year he's only 15 touchdowns to 14 interceptions I think it is he's thrown this year so really not a great statistical season um although I've seen a few comments flying around in the last couple of days that a few people aren't particularly enamored with the play calling going on in Tennessee mm-hmm. so it's um you know th- th- certainly talent but it doesn't seem to be coming all together for sure yeah yeah, looks uh, looks as though they've kind of snuck into the playoffs on that. Um, so Ryan, where do where do the Chiefs look to exploit against this this Titans team? Which what's the key areas for us in this? You know, the interesting thing about this game to me is that it really looks like it's strength on strength and weakness on weakness, almost all the way yeah. around. And especially you know when you're talking about the Chiefs defense, and I always start with the defense because I think that's the key to making a run in the postseason, or, or like they had the last four weeks, getting to the postseason. And for them, when when they look at it, it all comes down to me about to to Reggie Ragland versus Derrick Henry. Now, now that we know Murray's out, um, if they can get Henry going, it, it feeds the entire offense. Like you said, Mariota doesn't look very comfortable. He's not having a good season. I think the one thing that can help him immensely is play action. And if they can get Henry going, I think that's a, that's a problem for the Chiefs. So I really see uh, two former Alabama players going head to head, literally. Uh, in the A gaps, trying to figure out where where they can make that hay. Because when you look at the weapons they have in the passing game, despite the Chiefs not having you know a, a, a true number two 
outside of Steven Nelson, who I think is still better in the slot uh, and, and susceptible to some of the past. They don't really have the weapons to exploit it other than maybe their tight ends. So yeah. I, I think uh, in the past game, the big thing for me is going to be what can Sorensen and Murray do against their tight ends? I suppose it's uh, similar to the Chiefs side, really, on the on offense. It's, it's getting the run game going, isn't it? That's the key thing, getting getting Hunt through those holes. And, uh, yeah, just, just establishing the run game. Because Smith, we've seen Smith ball out when Hunt's been playing well. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a little bit tougher against the Titans. That front is tough. Um, they haven't given up many rushing touchdowns this year at all. Um, but, again, if we can establish... At least, it's not even a case of... Hunt having a big day, it's just establishing the run. If mm. we can get it so that we don't become one-dimensional and we're not relying on Alex to throw the ball 35, 40 times, then I think we'll be okay. Because as I say, I just don't think the Titans have enough on offense. I don't think it's going to be a particularly high-scoring game. Um, I think it's going to be pretty tight. Um, but as I just say, I just think the Chiefs have got too much on offense, really. Um, in comparison to the Titans, that I think they can probably, you know, generate a bigger offensive output. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan, obviously you've been watching the Chiefs every time this season, like us. Um, does the red zone offense that we have concern you a little bit in this game? It always does. I mean, <laughs> it always does. I mean, it's until you get a line that's built not to be athletic but to dominate. Uh, that's the way it's going to be. And I, I understand with what Andy Reid wants his linemen to do, they lean towards the the athlete. They they lean away from the guys that are, are powerful and just man up and, and body movers. And that's fine. Uh, but when you can't make your blocks and you can't sustain your blocks, particularly for a guy like Kareem Hunt, that's where it becomes problematic. And, and you saw, I mean, even against substandard competition, what Brian Witzman did in Denver was far below par. And I think, unfortunately, when you look at the way they're going to line up Jarrell Casey, you want to run away from him, I think. Uh, get a double team on him and, and take the, the B gap on the opposite side, which would run through Witzman, and I think that's going to be a problem. I see a lot of outside zone and trying to get around the edges. Uh, their outside rushers are, are decent against the pass. I don't think they hold up that well uh, against the run, so I'm looking for Schwartz and, and Fisher to be able to make some reaches and, and be able to open some holes around the edges for Hunt. What do you think, uh, Dev? I say it's going to be tough because, like I said earlier, the Titans' run defense is stiff in yeah. in the red zone. Um, as, honestly, I'd be looking to, to Kelsey and Harris probably in the red zone a little bit. Um, I think those guys are, are mismatches for the Tennessee defense and they, they could have a really tough time stopping either of those two when we get down to the red zone. Um, I say just, it's at the, at the end of the day, it's just don't, give away any points just score when you get down there even if it is you know just don't I think just don't turn the ball over like even if it's not a touchdown every time you get in the red zone as long as you consistently scoring points I think that's going to be enough in a game like this because as I say I don't think the Titans offense is good enough right now to to score mm-hmm. at the rate a rate to keep up so you, you think it's going to be one of those games where it's like death by paper cuts with you know, as long as we're scoring from from Butker's cleat, we honestly, be, we I could see right. it. I could see it being a game like Pittsburgh did yeah. towards last year. Genuinely, I could see it being a game like that. 
where you know the chief Chiefs offense might not score a whole ton, but they'll just you know gradually grind the Titans down and just as a get to the fourth quarter like the Chiefs have done yeah. when they've been winning this year. Just chip away, and just it, pull yeah. away. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, is there any exciting key matchups? I know we mentioned uh, Jackson and and Hill. Uh, that's obviously going to be <laughs> that's already building up to be a key matchup. But is there anything else that we should be looking at from you know the key players? What do you think um, honestly, I think I think the the Titans D line against the the Chiefs O line is just, you know not a one on one matchup, but mm. I think that's going to probably set the tone for the day pretty early on. Um, if the Chiefs Chiefs O line can you know get get a handle of that that Titans front then I think the Chiefs will be in a, in for a, a good day but if if the Titans D line gets on top early then you you may see a bit more of a struggle from the Chiefs side of things mm-hmm. so uh, so Dave's mentioned how he thinks the the game's going to be won it's going to be like uh, chipping away gradually are you do you echo that those thoughts as well Ryan or do you think it's going to be an absolute massive blowout I don't see a massive blowout, although the, I think the score won't necessarily reflect what the game is. Um, I think both these teams have a tendency to play to their competition and not yeah. away from it. So I think it will be fairly close for maybe three quarters, but I definitely agree that at that point, when if they are able to do anything with Kareem Hunt, it's going to be in the fourth quarter after having banged away at him. Uh, and I think that's going to give it a stretch. I, I see it a little bit – I'm going to call it double-digit win, but – I, I think it's going to take till that fourth quarter to get there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, right. Well, we're getting to the point now. We're getting about eighteen minutes into the show at the minute. What do you think, um, predictions-wise? What are we? What are we going to be doing on this game? I know uh, we both. Well, we've always kind of said it's going to be a, a close, you know, a close game. But what's the what's the scores on this? There's no prizes on this, man. I'm probably. I say I'm probably going to go something like. 20 23 to 10 chiefs like i say it'll probably be like a you know a, a maybe something like a 10 7 game you know yeah. something like that going into the fourth quarter maybe it'll be pretty low scoring but then i think the chiefs will just pull away and fair finish them off in the fourth quarter yeah Ryan? You know, I'm pretty close on that. I think that uh, this defense for the Chiefs has tends to fall asleep a little bit more. I have a feeling they're going to give up a little more than that. So I'm going to call it 27-17, Chiefs. 27-17. All right, okay. Um, I'm probably going to go 21-17, I think. I think it's going to be one of those, uh-huh. uh, like you said, yeah, it's going to be one of those close was, games. Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Most of them, we have it pegged. Yeah, down. yeah. I, I, yeah, the... the uh, I know people always have a, have a laugh with me that uh, <laughs> I'm I'm the over over exuberant one kind of thing. <laughs> well, I always said forty points to three. <laughs> hey, uh, you, you didn't? Did you hear uh, Tom's prediction for uh, Mahomes' first start? Where yeah, what was it seventy-two odd points? I think. Yeah. <laughs> so. You certainly weren't as exorbitant as that. No, I wasn't, was I? No, I wasn't, I wasn't. Um, I actually mentioned the last, uh, was it the last podcast I did, um, where I mentioned I actually handed out a game ball to a player. It was like, you know, it was one of those... Was it Mahomes by any chance? No, I didn't actually. It was actually, Uh no, it was actually Sherman in the last game, believe it or not. (laughs) Shocked and stunned. The new x factor. I I don't want to give him too much love, do I? You know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, to be honest, I was surprised you could take, contain yourself after uh, <laughs> right. the last week. 
Oh man, it, I, I, I don't want to talk about. It. It's not the Mahomes show. It's the it's the Chiefs Titans show. This. Um, but I know it's I, just I the actually... first the first chance I've had to properly talk to you about it. So, <laughs> you know, I just wondered if you'd come off like cloud nine yet and started to come back down to earth Mate, a little bit more. I, right? I thought it was amazing, but that's that's another story. That. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I actually handed out an imaginary game ball to uh, to Sherman in that game. Because uh, I thought he had a really good game. Uh, he played running back and he played wide receiver at, the, at some points as well. Um, also, I think he had more carries in that game than he'd had in his entire <laughs> Chiefs career up until that point. So. I think he deserved it. Um, who's the Who's going to win the game ball for you, Dave, in this game? Um, honestly, I think Kelsey's probably the X factor He's in this key, game. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. I think obviously he'll he'll get his looks. He'll. You know, he's the number one guy. He's he's going to get his catches. But, you know, a lot of the time, like, Kelsey, for me, seems to be that that big X factor. Like, mm. if Kelsey has a big game, like, it's very rare the Chiefs ever lose for me. Um, so if he can get going and, and get going early, then I, th- I think will be in for a good time. So Kelsey gets the game ball from Dave. What about uh, what about you, Ren? You know, I got to go on the opposite side because I think I think this guy's been building up to what he needs to do to, to take the next step forward. Uh, and if they can get pressure on Mariota, I think he's going to put some balls in some interesting places. I, I have Marcus Peters probably having a big game this time. Yeah. That's an interesting one, actually, yeah. He's, he's been playing <laughs> well the last few games. Yeah, it would be. After I've actually berated him at some point this season as well, because I, I was like, he's not tackling, he's not tackling. You're not the only one, to be fair. So, uh, <laughs> um, I'm probably going to go... I don't know, I think I think Hill's probably got it in the bag this time. I think he's going to be uh, he's gonna be up for this. Yeah, well, I say, it's uh, Hill always gets his looks. He'll definitely have some... It- some say in the outcome of this for sure I would have thought but uh, yeah it's uh, it, I don't know it's it's kind of got a weird feel about it like I don't know what it is whether it is because of Mahomes playing last week and every you know a few people have certainly got an eye to the future maybe but there doesn't seem to be the buzz about this game as there has been the last couple of years obviously I don't know whether the opposition it's not exactly a, a sexy matchup Chiefs versus Titans so that's probably plays into it a little bit but um yeah it's it doesn't seem to be like the buzz around this game as there has been the last couple of years for yeah. sure I'm, I'm just hoping that uh obviously seeing Mahomes last week um that that Smith just comes out all firing I mean this could actually be his last home game couldn't it yes so the Chiefs um, which, yeah, it's it's it, it's a surprising thought, and it's it's something that it kind of I don't know, it kind of not scares me, but concerns me a little bit because it's what's going to happen next year, kind of thing. Um, I don't know what your guys' thoughts are on it. I mean, you got your glimpse of what's going to happen next year a little bit on uh, on Sunday. Uh, I I honestly that alleviated all my fears about next year, really. Yeah. Like if Mahomes had come in and played poorly, I may have been a bit more skeptical. But with the way that Mahomes played on Sunday, I honestly just with the cap situation and you know needing to get the draft picks back, I yeah I just I think it's the right move going forward for next year. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, Brian? regardless of whether Pat Mahomes is ready or not, I, I think he's got the whole offseason. They feel optimistic about his work ethic. And honestly, that, that $17 million just will buy too much that needs to be fixed on this team. Uh, yeah. That's good for a starting guard. That's good for the bulk of a, of a number two corner. I mean, you can go a long way with that salary. Mm-hmm. There's, there's actually some rumors about um, Tamba Harley as well, isn't there? Is it rumors or is it actually... Oh, I don't think oh, it's I No, I wouldn't be surprised to see that at all. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it's like what Ryan said as well. It, it, the, the money that's saved, it, it buys a heck of a lot, doesn't it? That's the thing. Well, that, that that's the key thing, like especially like this. It can't be understated how much having a a QB on a rookie contract makes in terms of cap space. Mm-hmm. Like, just look at the Seahawks a few years back when Wilson and Wilson was on an even cheaper deal because of where he was drafted. But it like that allowed the a Sea Seahawks so much more room to maneuver against the cap just because they had a QB on a rookie contract and it's going to make such a big difference for the Chiefs to, to be able to do the same next year. Yeah, exactly. All right then, lads. Uh, I think that's it for this week. Um, we've done our bit. It's all down to the Chiefs to go out there on Saturday and fear nothing. Uh, thanks to Dave and, of course, our American cousin, Ryan Tracy, for taking the time out to do this show with us. Uh, it's really appreciated, mate. Thanks so very much for coming on the show again, Ryan. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks for having me. And I, I hope you weren't too offended by my accent. <laughs> I, I have nothing to be offended by. <laughs> <laughs> no we appreciate you coming on again mate um, so that's it yes um, go Chiefs let's pray for a win and uh, and get us into that next round uh, and yeah we'll we're hoping to have another show where we can actually discuss the, the next stage of the playoffs uh, so all that's left to say now is from one kingdom to another we'll speak to you again soon <laughs>